Welcome to episode number 154 for January 15th, 2012. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. And uh, you're listening to the Take Him With You podcast. We're going to have a great time. Today, we'll be talking about the viral Jesus video. We're going to talk about stuff going on around our house. Could snow, a new keyboard, and the show A Gifted Man. So stick around. So dear, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I've got my kitty on my lap. You have your your kitty. Yeah. Which one? Oh, is it Hoshi my again? Kitty. Yeah, Hoshi. I don't understand why she goes comes over here when we're podcasting. Well, whenever I sit down and lean back, I become fair game to for her to get on my lap. Ah, uh, okay. So I sat down. Thus, she's on my lap. Cool. Hey, um, before we get into the podcast today, I have a really cool thing to play for you. My friend Kenny, you remember Kenny? Our friend? Yeah. He and his brother started a brand new podcast. Okay. All about Alien Nation. Do you remember that? Uh, I remember the sour milk. Yeah. Yeah. So check out their promo. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the newcomers podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. I think that's going to be, well, I've already listened to one of the episodes. It's very, very good. I really enjoy mm-hmm. it. Lots of great facts and figures and opinions, and and it's really cool. Kenny yeah. and his brother really play well off each other. It's hilarious. Uh-huh. So they have a good rapport, and oh, it's good. a lot of chemistry there. So yeah. it was cool. So Fun. everybody has to listen to the Alien Nation Newcomers podcast. Mm. I think that's how you say it. Something like that. Yeah. It, it wasn't as gross as V. No. Yeah, but it yeah it was around the same time period that they did the original <laughs> TVV. Was it the Sorry, miniseries? Geez. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So what what's happening around our house? Uh, lots of different things. What What did you want to talk about? I know that you have something that you're typing on recently. Yeah, I got a new keyboard from my son for Christmas. Is that working better than your old one? Yeah, you know, it's just, it's newer, and I mean, there's benef- there's pros and cons to both of them, but this one is a nice wireless keyboard along with a Microsoft wireless mouse, and so I'm liking it. It's but, just new. I'm getting used to it. Was your other keyboard wireless? Yes. So this is your second wireless keyboard? Yeah, it is. And what was going on with your other wireless one? Were, were some of the buttons sticking? Or? No, it's about five years old, so. Really? You had it that long? Yeah. Well, she time. wants to comment. Can you hear her? A little bit. No, my microphone's real noisy. Oh. Here, do, do it again. There you go. She's not purring super loud, but she is purring. Yeah. So, um, is there anything else that's going on? Well, that it could snow. Yeah, it could snow. We We actually have, this is very rare for the Pacific Northwest. Um, especially along the coast yeah. of our Washington state where we live. But it has possibility of snow for all week long. Um, right now it's cold, but it's kind of raining slushing, and so it's not sticking. And if it doesn't stick on the roads, I will be very happy. 
because I I'm going to be driving to all over this week for work and yeah, let's hope that it I doesn't. don't really want it sticking on the roads. We're not used to driving with it snow on the road very much here. For all of our Midwestern and Eastern friends, you guys are probably laughing at us right now, but we're just not used to driving in the snow here much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a. I'm not a. I don't like driving in the snow either. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, mm-hmm. we've been watching a bunch of different new fall t fall TV. It's winter now. Sorry. What I meant is we've been watching a bunch of different shows. Some shows started up again after kind of right. the holiday hiatus. Only two Chucks left. And that's... That's and the that, end of the series. That's the end of the series. It's such a great series. That's just so sad. That was one of our favorite shows. Catherine and I... Well, yours. Like, I'm not... Yeah. I like it, but it's not my favorite. It It just was kind of geeky and quirky and and kind of silly. It was something that you could generally watch and and come away from smiling yeah. sometimes i don't like shows that are just so depressing i really am enjoying grim <laughs> even though you don't like it um it, it's just a little bit dark for me it is it's definitely not yeah. something i would normally watch but for some reason i like it yeah i don't know why yeah i i've watched a couple of the episodes um Last night my neck was out or something from work, and so I didn't stay up to watch it. But I've watched a few of them with you. Now, the one that we've been both actually enjoying is a very strange and unique one mm-hmm. called A Gifted Man. Yeah, you know, and it it's kind of different that we like it because um, spiritually it has a different base base than what where we're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um it is a very highly spiritual show, but in kind of a different way. Well, tell than, us what the premise is. So well, if people have never watched it, they the, could know. The premise is basically that there is a very self-absorbed, highly skilled surgeon, neurosurgeon, brain surgeon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he might operate on hearts and stuff too. But, but he, anyway, he's a very skilled surgeon, like the best of the best. And um, he comes across his ex-wife and visits with her only to find out that she had been killed in a car accident like three weeks before. Oh. So she sets about trying to have him help at the clinic, the free clinic she had started, and, um, and kind of finish what she had started. And in the process, it's kind of transforming him... Um, into a better person, kind of, mm-hmm. because she was very self-sacrificing and giving, and he was kind of egotistical and self-centered. Uh-huh. And so I I like the part of it where he is becoming more... Caring and caring giving. And, and, you know, but <coughs> it's a process, and they have some really, really interesting characters on it. One of the characters that we kind of like raise our eyebrows at once in a while is a shaman. Um, but he's a very sweet man, kind of a new agey, love, peace kind of way. Um, and the the main character's sister, she's kind of, you know, a follower of this new agey kind of guy. Um, and then there's some other doctors. Anyway, they have some really good characters. It's not always super believable. We yeah, that's one thing we've been yeah we've been noticing that lately that you know after for, at first you like a show when you really get into it and then you start to think about it a little bit more critically mm-hmm. and then you see a lot of holes in the plots and and a lot of things that just aren't believable if you if you really think about it but like it for is, instance they yeah. had they had this guy that they operated on to remove a tumor from his brain uh-huh. and it was like right after he woke up from the anesthesia. They're wheeling wheeling him around in the wheelchair and putting him up on the top of a building and talking, you know. And it's like, uh, I think he would have a couple of days recovery before you ever were able to do that. You would think. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe get him up to go to the bathroom, but that would be about it. Yeah. So it's like, "Eh, I don't know. And then then other things, you know, it's like in this little free clinic, they're operating on people. And, you know, it's just, I don't think so, you know. Yeah. You know, generally... um, 
clinics, at least in our area, you know, they look at sore throats, maybe stitch up a finger. Right. Or something small. But, but you don't usually do uh, surgery. Yeah. Yeah. So it it's a little, some things are a little bit pushing the box of believability, but I think there are some redeeming qualities though too, because like, you know, he, the main character is becoming a better person. Yeah. So, eh, you know, it's kind of an interesting show. It's definitely different than most shows we've seen. Yeah. It has a different concept. Yeah. I kind of like it. It's kind of different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, you have to kind of look at the spirituality part of it with a grain of salt because it, you know, it is a little bit different. Well, I mean, it's different than what what you and I believe yeah. as far as what we believe about God and everything. The, they definitely bring in a, a different aspect. Yeah, they bring in a lot of reincarnation and right. um, you know a lot of new age concepts, old age concepts, really. But yeah. <coughs> Oh, bless you. Yeah, thanks. I just I haven't coughed all morning, and then of course when we yeah. start the podcast, I did. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so that's all the stuff that I had. Do you have anything else you want to talk about before we go on to our subject of the day? I don't think so. Okay, I do have one more thing. Okay. I had fun and did another parody song for Star Trek. Oh, I think you know. I think I heard you. Um, Recording. Record that. Yes, I did. Yeah, this one is all about the um, the series Voyager. Remember with Captain Janeway? Uh-huh. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, and so they have to get back to the Alpha Quadrant there. They've been uh, forced into the Delta Quadrant. Uh-huh. Right? And so they're having to get back. So I took the Beatles song, Get Back, and I uh, I changed the lyrics to it a little bit and uh, wrote all about Voyager right here. This is Captain Catherine Janeway of the Federation Starship Voyager. What is the nature of your emergency? Janeway was a captain from the Federation chasing folks in the Badlands. Janeway got her ship clear into the Delta Quadrant in the caretaker's hands. Get back! Get back! Report. We're experiencing power fluctuations on deck six, Captain. Mr. Tuvok is investigating. Keep me informed. Trying to get you back. You gotta be getting back home, Jay. Get back. 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 Get
What do you think? I I think it was really groovy, dear. I was singing "Get Back" with you. You're groovy. I'm groovy. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> we there was this thing going around on Facebook where you had to write, you had to look up what the popular song was the week you were born. Yeah, I never did that. Did I you did. do that? Yeah. Oh, what was your popular song the week? My you were born? my uh, song was the Beatles. Yesterday. Seems like all my problems just something away. That one. <laughs> but I believe in yesterday. That was my song. Huh. Or the song that was popular when I was born. Uh, I, didn't, I have no idea what was popular when I was born. Well, you were a year and a month later. Mm-hmm. A year and a week later. Oh, a year and a week later. Sorry. So yeah. I don't know. I'd have to look it up for you. I know the Beatles were very popular when I was little, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got a little bit more psychedelic when I was old enough to really watch them live. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's true. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band album is very spacey, but very well done. It's just very strange. Yeah. 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 Okay, well, let's uh, let's get into our subject right after this. Stick around, everybody. Hi there. Rick Moyer here to let you know about an exciting new project that I'm working on called Stargazer 2. You heard Stargazer 1 and enjoyed that. And now some brand new singles are out on iTunes, CD Baby, Rhapsody, Amazon, and more. Building on the relaxing type of stuff that I did in Stargazer 1, I'm using now the iPad, some different programs like GarageBand and uh, Moog, and also um, some really fun things in a program called Thumb Jam. So it's a lot of fun. I'm putting out some some really neat stuff that I think you'll really, really enjoy. And right now you can get the singles um, on iTunes called So Many Moons. That's what you're listening to now. You also can get Just Past Pluto. Sounds a little bit like this. I did a vocal project that I released on iTunes recently, just one single called Robot Gunslinger Cowboy. You probably heard it on the Trex and Sci-Fi podcast, but this is a revamped version with brand new instrumentation and some really cool vocals. And uh, here's a little sample of Robot Gunslinger Cowboy. I want to be a robot gunslinger cowboy. I want to be a robot gunslinger cowboy. I want to be a robot Gunslinger cowboy like your Brenner. There you go, some brand new material out of the Moyer Multimedia LLC production studio. 99 cents a track on iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon, and all the different outlets of uh, music and stuff like that. And, you know, hey, three bucks and you have some brand new Moyer music. Why not? Thanks so much for listening to my stuff. I really appreciate every single person that downloads and enjoys my music. Have a great day and God bless. So my first reports came in of uh, Robot Gunslinger Cowboy. Okay. Uh, not very many people downloaded it. Aww. <laughs> I, was, I was expecting a bunch because a bunch of people told me they did. But either the reporting was flawed or only a few people did. So I was. Well, and one thing that we have to realize is we have really done no marketing. We don't have a big no, we don't studio have a marketing that's budget. behind yeah. us yeah. or anything. Yeah. So, But I don't know how many uh, people have downloaded any of the Stargazers 2 stuff because... Um, they don't report for another couple weeks on that. So we'll find out. We will find out.
You would think I had somebody the other day thinking that I was making a whole bunch of money off my iTunes stuff, and I had to tell them, no, no. I mean, initially, when you put out an album, you might get a, you know, a few people might buy it, but uh, the the only way that artists really make money is uh, if they sell huge quantities. Mm-hmm. And then the tour, when they go on the tour, that's when they make a lot of money. Well, and a lot of times, like you have Justin Bieber, who had like all this, all these different talk show appearances and stuff, talking about his Christmas album and money was going yeah. towards charity and yeah. and so all over and big displays at Walmart. Um, we don't have big displays at Walmart, no, so no. so yeah, there's a lot of marketing and big studios that's why a lot of times people try to get signed on with big studios and all that um but that just hasn't really been our thing so we haven't tried to do any of that but But if people wanted to help our family out um not only could they give towards the podcast and towards our family but they could also um they could buy my albums Mm -hmm. and if they go to itunes or if they go to cdbaby.com Actually, cdbaby.com, I make more money on that than I do on iTunes Mm because iTunes takes another chunk of it. But uh, it's only 99 cents a single. But gosh, if we had everybody that was my Facebook friend buy it, we'd uh, be able to live for a couple weeks. Yay. Yeah, (laughs) that'd be nice. But uh, yeah, anyway. uh, Yeah, all that to say, good music. I hope you enjoy it and download it today. You'll love it. It'll be really, really fun. All right, let's get into our subject, shall we? Mm Mm-hmm. I see the cat is back over purring on you. Yeah. Boy, she's loud. I think purring is therapeutic. Well, I guess so, but not during the podcast. Well, I guess we oh. could just play it. Well, this week we were going to interview Brian and Jamie Dunn from Arizona, mm-hmm. uh, but they are. We're interviewing them. At, we're going to do that for next week's program. We just couldn't coordinate with them to do the interview until tomorrow. So we'll get that all taped and or recorded and and put out on next week's program about um, healthy eating and and uh, exercise and all that jazz. And we'll we'll hear from them next week. This week, though, something really interesting happened. I I was um, going through my email and got an email from somebody that said, "Hey, you got to see this. It sounds a lot like what you say all the time." Mm-hmm. And so I went to this YouTube video, which only had about three hundred hits on it, and um, watched it and sat there with my mouth open, thinking, "Wow, this is pretty cool." And what um, now today, when I went to go see it, because I'm going to play it on the program here. Um, it's got almost 10 million hits mm-hmm. in about four days. Mm-hmm. That's pretty viral. Yeah. And it's from a, a guy that lives up uh, only a, about 45, well, he lives about an hour and a half away from us in Tacoma. Mm-hmm. And it's a young man that uh, just wrote a poem about the difference between religion and relationship. Mm-hmm. And so many of you uh, that are out there have probably heard about this. Um, I thought I would play the poem here on the program, and then we could talk about it a little bit because um, I think it's really an interesting thing. And it, it is exactly or very close to what you and I have been talking about for many years. And uh, and then we're going to do a blast from the past, and I'm going to bring back uh, one of my little talks way back when, when the, um, when the podcast was new, and uh, play a little bit of the one about religion versus relationship so that everybody can hear what our take on it is too. How's that sound? Sounds fine. Okay, so here we go. We're going to um, YouTube. The name of the the video is Why I Hate Religion But Love Jesus, and it's called Spoken Word. And uh, this is a a gentleman that um, has written a, a poem, and here's what it sounds like right here on Take Him With You. What if I told you Jesus came to abolish religion? What if I told you voting Republican really wasn't his mission? 
What if I told you Republican doesn't automatically mean Christian, and just because you call some people blind doesn't automatically give you vision? I mean, if religion is so great, why has it started so many wars? Why does it build huge churches, but fails to feed the poor? Tell single moms God doesn't love them if they've ever had a divorce, but in the Old Testament, God actually calls religious people whores. Religion might preach grace, but another thing they practice, tend to ridicule God's people, they did it to John the Baptist. They can't fix their problems, and so they just mask it, not realizing religion's like spraying perfume on a casket. See, the problem with religion is it never gets to the core. It's just behavior modification, like a long list of chores. Like, let's dress up the outside, make it look nice and neat. But it's funny, that's what they used to do to mummies while the corpse rots underneath. Now I ain't judging, I'm just saying, quit putting on a fake look. Because there's a problem if people only know that you're a Christian by your Facebook. I mean, in every other aspect of life, you know that logic's unworthy. It's like saying you play for the Lakers just because you bought a jersey. See, this was me too, but no one seemed to be on to me. Acting like a church kid while addicted to pornography. See, on Sunday I'd go to church, but Saturday getting faded acting if I was simply created to just have sex and get wasted. See, I spent my whole life building this facade of neatness, but now that I know Jesus, I boast in my weakness. Because if grace is water, then the church should be an ocean. It's not a museum for good people, it's a hospital for the broken. Which means I don't have to hide my failure, I don't have to hide my sin. Because it doesn't depend on me, it depends on Him. See, because when I was God's enemy, and certainly not a fan, He looked down and said, I want that man. Which is why Jesus hated religion, and for it He called them fools. Don't you see so much better than just following some rules? Now let me clarify. I love the church, I love the Bible, and yes, I believe in sin. But if Jesus came to your church, would they actually let him in? See, remember he was called a glutton and a drunkard by religious men. But the Son of God never supports self-righteousness, not now, not then. Now back to the point, one thing is vital to mention. How Jesus and religion are on opposite spectrums. See, one's the work of God, but one's a man-made invention. See, one is the cure, but the other's the infection. See, because religion says do, Jesus says done. Religion says slave, Jesus says son. Religion puts you in bondage while Jesus sets you free. Religion makes you blind, but Jesus makes you see. And that's why religion and Jesus are two different clans. Religion is man searching for God, Christianity is God searching for man. Which is why salvation is freely mine and forgiveness is my own not based on my merits, but Jesus' obedience alone. Because he took the crown of thorns and the blood dripped down his face. He took what we all deserve. I guess that's why you call it grace. And while being murdered, he yelled, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Because when he was dangling on that cross, he was thinking of you. And he absorbed all your sin and he buried it in the tomb, which is why I'm kneeling at the cross saying, come on, there's room. So for religion, no, I hate it. In fact, I literally resent it because when Jesus said, it is finished, I believe he meant it. Okay, so there, there's the video and uh, we played the audio for you. Uh, what'd you think? Well, I listened to it before. I, it's a pretty powerful, powerful, powerful video, I think. I think it's interesting that there's so much controversy over it. Well, you know, it's not a new controversy because if you go to the New Testament, read the New Testament, there were discussions in the New Testament quite frequently about, well, was what Jesus did enough or should we try to follow the law? Um, and, you know, well, faith is great, but... Also, faith without works is dead. And shall we continue to sin so that grace may abound? I mean, there's all kinds of stuff in the New Testament that talk about this subject. Um, and so I encourage people to read it. But, um, but I think the main point of the video was, was what we've been saying on our podcast all along, was that religion is man's attempt to... To find God or control people. I'm not always sure what the motivation is. Um, and then there is, the Bible also says there is a true 
religion to take care of the widows and the orphans. So that not all religion is bad, but the thing is if you take grace and faith and what Jesus did out of the equation, all you're left with is what he said, spraying perfume on a casket. Trying to make us smell better, but inside we're rotting. <coughs> okay. So, I mean, is is that what you got out of it? or? Well, you know, I think as I, as I watched it and listened to what he was saying, I think I got the fact that there's a big difference between going to church mm-hmm. and having a... A, a a spiritual journey with Christ. Well, There's a difference. Yeah, and he said they aren't not. In his opinion, you can go to church and be real. I think what his thing was, he was saying, is that for a while, when he was younger, he pretended he was saintly at church, but then lived like hell the rest of the week. Yeah, right. Well, and and I think he made the point too. You know, just. You know, some people think that by buying the jersey to their favorite basketball team that they are on the team, and they're mm-hmm. not. Yeah. They're not really participating. They're just wearing a piece of clothing. And I think a lot of people nowadays, or at least for many, actually not just nowadays, but for centuries, mm-hmm. um, they'll wear uh, they'll wear a religious type of garment. Not, and I don't mean literally here. I'm just saying that they'll they they wear their religion like a hobby. But it really isn't inside. Mm-hmm. It's more on the outside. And then some people don't have anything at all, they, and they're turned off by any type of religion, which I can understand. Well, you know, like he was saying, sometimes there's a lot of hypocrisy that's involved in religion because people aren't being real. Yeah, They're pretending that they have it together while all the while they're, you know, liars, adulterers, whatever, you know, and they're just, they're not being, they're not being real. And if they are sinning, they just try to hide it instead of saying, hey, you know, I'm struggling in this area and I need Jesus' help. I think the the fact is that people are people and, and we all are in the same boat. Just some people try to mask it over and pretend like they really don't have anything wrong with them. When in fact, if you really want to get technical and look at what the Bible says, every one of us has something wrong with us, mm-hmm. and the only all have sinned. yeah, and yeah. the only way, in our opinion, for us to get better is is to accept Christ into our hearts, and He's the one. You know, as as the guy said, re- religion says do, and and Jesus says done. Yeah, and and what that means is. We don't have to strive and and do all these different good things just to get God to love us or to get us into heaven. That's not how it works. I mean, it would be nice if it did, I guess, but it, but it's pretty much impossible for us as human beings. But if we will accept what Jesus did for us, then our, we get a free ticket into heaven, and our lives are different as a result because... Uh, we don't concentrate then on all the stuff that we can't do. We concentrate on the things that we can do. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense to anybody, but well, if you're, you used to always tell the kids when we were youth pastors, you know, if you if you're busy doing the things that God says to do, you won't have as much time to be messing up doing the things you shouldn't do. <laughs> That's true. I thought it was really interesting how the video started out small, and then within four days, it's close to ten million hits. Yeah, probably that, by the time we air this, it will be... 10 million 10 at least. 10 million, yeah. yeah. Which is amazing to me because I saw it when it was like 300. Mm-hmm. And somebody had told me about it. They, and when that they was thought, just a couple days ago. Yeah, and they said, wow, it sounds like what you say, Pastor Rick. You know, and I was like, oh my gosh, it is. It's it's uh, And it's cool the way you put it together as a poem. At mm-hmm. first, I didn't realize it was a poem. But then as I uh, listened to it a little longer, I realized he was quoting a poem that he wrote. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's really good. I think it's... Uh, it's an excellent thing. I'm I'm sad that there's a big controversy, but you know what? That's existed since the beginning of time. Yeah. So um, it's really n- interesting. It's not a, it's not a new controversy at all. Um, when when Gentiles, which is what a lot of us are, unless you're born into a Jewish family, it it just means someone not a not Jewish. Um, when they first started becoming believers in Christ, there was a big controversy because 
people from the religious Jewish background wanted them to start doing everything that they did and become part of their religion. And, um, and they didn't. And, you know, they finally came up with a couple things. Um, and one thing I was thinking about as we were preparing for this podcast a little bit, um, was that there, my viewpoint on sin and sin is we talk about is missing the mark. It's like a archery term, but my viewpoint is that the reason why God had rules in the Bible was because he loves us and he knows that certain things will harm us for like our kids. We say, don't run out into the street. You'll get hit by a car, (laughs) you know, look both ways before you cross the street. We have certain rules for our kids because we want them to have a good life. We want them to be healthy. We want them to be well. We don't want them getting hurt. Mm -hmm. And for me, from my perspective, I believe that God puts rules for our safety or for our well-being. So when they got a big council together in the New Testament with the, you know, disciples of Jesus, the apostles, and they talked about, well, what do we do with these new believers? And they basically came up with a couple rules, but they weren't rules to say you're going to be, you're not going to be saved or you can't be a follower of Jesus if you don't follow. These are rules for their own protection and their own health. And they just said abstain from sexual immorality and abstain from um, like bad food. Food that's been like sacrificed to idols and strangled and not killed in a proper way. And, you know, abstain from bad food and from loose sex. (laughs) And, um, And they weren't trying to say that those were things that were going to keep them from going to heaven. They were saying, you know, for your own good. Right. You know, I mean, today we look around society and we see a lot of consequences to lose sex. You know, um, that there's a lot of diseases out there, a lot of unwanted children out there. There's consequences to, to, you know, not having a moral lifestyle. Does that mean that God doesn't love people that practice that? No. But he loves them so much that he suggests that they don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just with our kids. Our kids will make mistakes and they'll do things. But we still love them. Yeah. But we still love them. And we would still lay our life down for our kids to keep them safe and to show them how much we love them. So. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I got to share my philosophy on sin today. Yay. There you go. Good job, Aim. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so I thought it would be interesting if we went back in time a little bit and mm-hmm. played a little bit of one of our podcasts from way back when, all about the difference between religion and relationship. And then we'll be back right after you hear that. So stick around. All righty. That's what they would term it. And don't, you, don't most people in the world, when you're talking to them and stuff like that, they'll say, if you, if you accept the Lord, they'll go, wow, he turned all religious. Have you heard that term before? Well, really there is a spot in the Bible that talks about religion. It says, pure and undefiled religion is this, to take care of the widows and orphans in their time of distress. That's in, I think, James, I believe. And uh, so there is, it does say religion in the Bible, like one time. And it says, pure and undefiled religion is this. But I discovered that there, there really is something that I have to guard against. And from the moment I got saved till today, 22 some years later, I have to fight against the, 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 the undertow or the current. I have to fight against being religious. I'm going to explain that in a minute. I believe that our relationship with Christ is all about grace. How many want to know what grace means? You've heard me say it before. Unmerited favor. We don't deserve it, but we get it because God loves us. How many people are thankful for grace? Not just a cliche, grace is amazing. It is. But it's grace through faith. Not grace through works, not grace through jumping through the hoops. It's grace through 
faith that we're saved. It isn't about how good we are or aren't. It's all about Jesus being the sacrifice for the sin in our lives. Unfortunately, over time, there's a risk that rises in our lives as Christians. As human beings, we tend to gravitate back towards religion instead of a relationship. Because it's easier to jump through the hoops than it is to rely on the grace of God in our lives. Let's pray. Lord, we do not want to be a people that are religious because of the works that we do, thinking that you'll love us for that. We want to be a people, Lord, that have received the grace you have given to us. And as a result of the gratefulness and the love in our hearts towards you, that's why we want to serve you. Help us, Lord, not to fall into the trap. And show us, God, through your word today, how to be people that would have a relationship with you, not just go through the motions of a religion. Would you open our hearts and our eyes today? Because, Lord, the last thing I want to do is be religious. I really, truly desire a relationship with you, a strong, genuine, real relationship. I think we all want that. So help us today as we look into your word, as we spend time talking about it. Give us what we need to live our lives the way that you want us to. In Jesus' name, amen. Ephesians chapter 2, it's not on your notes, but uh, call this, this message... Don't get religious. Ephesians chapter 2. This is so good. It says, But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. And raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Wow. Does that not come alive when you start to think about religion versus relationship? Doesn't that come alive when we realize it's not about us, it's all about Him. And He's created us for good works. It's not the other way around that we do good works and then, wow, I'll use you. He created us before we even popped out into the world created us for good works, rich in mercy and grace. So let's define a couple of words we're going to be using today. Religion, this is on your notes. Religion is anything, now this is my definition, so you know, take it for what it's worth. Religion is anything we do in our own power to get God to accept us. Now I'm not talking about a prayer in faith to receive what Jesus did on the cross. I mean like if we help Girl Scouts across the street or, or if we mow people's lawns or we paint people's fences or we, or we uh, you know, walk a mile on our knees and hit our head with a board or something like that. That's what I'm talking about. That's religion. Anything that we do that says, if I do this, then surely God you will love us or love me, please. That's religion. Relationship, on the other hand, is God reaching down to us through what he already did on the cross. That's a relationship. It was his desire to have a relationship with us. And he fixed it all up. And what Easter, remember we had the message last week, we can't, we're not good enough on our own. Jesus died on the cross, took the sin upon himself, rose again from the dead so that we could have a relationship, be hooked back up with our Father God. How cool is that? That's fantastic. I, you know, I read, I, I quoted this scripture last week, but I want to read it to you this week because it never really hit me until I read through this again and went, this is so full of grace. This is so unreligious. This is so relationship. Romans chapter 10, if you would, take a look at it with me. Starting with verse 1, it says, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. For I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. 
For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted to the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. I don't know about you, but I saw that and went, talking about people that were very religious but had no relationship. So they were excited about doing stuff for God, but they didn't have any connection with God. And how many of us have, have done that in our life? Well, we're all excited, but we don't have that relationship. And see, they, they, were, they looked like they were trying to do something, but they were religious. They didn't have a relationship. Now watch this. This is so cool. For Moses writes about the righteousness which is of the law. The man who does those things shall live by them. But the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. So you got to remember now, they're trying to do all these rules and regulations to be accepted by God. You know, follow the law, follow all these different things that they have to do in order to, to, to be okay with God. But now we're, we're coming into a different time here. And instead of trying to justify ourselves by the things that we do, now we talk about a righteousness of, by faith. Now, not by works and not by following a set of laws, but by believing in what Jesus has done. Watch this. Yeah. But the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Do not say in your heart, who will ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above, or who will descend into the abyss, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? So, see, what's the difference now between how the Jews were looking at it the religious people, what's the difference between that and what Jesus is, is trying to get across? One way is, oh, we just got to bring him down here and he'll bless, oh, we got to bring him up out of here and he'll just, wait, by faith it says this, the word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart, that is the word of faith which we preach, that if you confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, one believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. See, that's different than, than what a lot of us think. We think maybe it's the works, maybe it's if we do this. For with the hands one believes, and if we go out there and we do all these different things to be okay before God, then we'll be saved. But no, it's not that. With our heart one believes unto righteousness, and with our mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. For there's no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I don't know about you, but that gives me Jesus bumps. I just go, whew. That means anybody by faith can receive the grace of God in their lives. We don't have to jump through the hoops anymore. We simply need to believe. sorry but you know it's not the same cause his glory shines forever if you're lonely and you want to know the way there's one only way to get Show me what to do. 
Well, there you go a blast from the past Yay. yeah so i hope you enjoyed that and uh we certainly enjoy the fact that you would listen to our podcast and this week i know we've been a little more a little more on the spiritual side of things than we normally are but that's okay you know it's a subject that we felt was relevant and with this the video coming out getting 10 million hits on the internet we figured hey we might as well talk about it yeah next week if all goes well we will have Brian and Jamie Dunn with us talking about healthy lifestyles. Which is a good thing in January. A lot of people are thinking about that. I think. Yeah, I think it's funny how Walmart spends all this time promoting chocolate and food and, and uh, all these bad for you things for the, you know, like the, the eight weeks before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Well, probably starting before Halloween. And then, yeah. the, and then on New Year's, on the, the day after Christmas. We get flyers in the mail from Walmart, and all it has is exercise equipment, granola bars, uh, diet stuff, and good exercise clothes. Yeah, (laughs) it's like, hello, Mm -hmm. these people don't care about you; they want your money. Mm -hmm. But I thought that was that's interesting. Of course, we that's been like that forever. I remember, I remember many times people buying exercise equipment during the month of January, and it becomes a coat rack the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But not to discourage anyone. We'll, we'll definitely, you got to listen to next week's program. I think I, since January 1st or around there, I've been riding my exercise bike every day. That's good. Yay. That's good. Yes. So hopefully it you, will help. You get stars. Thank you. Well, I just want to be healthy. I have to keep up with you, don't I? Oh, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Chase you around. Anyway, okay, everybody, thank you for joining us. We'll see you again next time. This has been a more multimedia LLC production, copyright 2012, all rights reserved. Very good. You're still getting that perfect. I'm so, it only took me almost two and a half years to get it down. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, finally. All right, see everybody next week. All right, God bless.
my life yeah. All I have for you My love for you My heart for you My life for you All I have for you In open fields of wildflowers She breathes the air and flies away She thanks to Jesus for the daisies and the roses No simple language Someday she'll understand The meaning of it all He's more than the laughter For the stars in the heaven As close as a heartbeat A song of her lips Someday she'll trust him and learn how to see him. Someday he'll call her and she will come running and fall in his arms. The tears will fall down and she'll pray. I want to fall in love with you. I want to fall in love with you. I want to fall in love. Show my devotion 